Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, uh, welcome back. Just going to jump on a Q&A on Instagram for a couple of minutes here, probably half an hour or so. So any questions you got, guys, send them through. Big afternoon in UFC and whatnot. Not a huge fan myself, so not watching at the moment. But any questions you got, send them through. Let's talk some footy. Been a while since we've done a live, so uh, send your questions through. Let's get stuck into it. NRL Super C, how are you, mate? Good to see you. Kobe, uh, who do I support? Not a... Uh, have a team, to be honest with you, mate. Just love the game. Thoughts on Peachy signing Jay Carrado 7. Yeah, look, I was very, uh, I was pretty negative on this one when it first came out. It actually came out live when I was recording with Kempi, and I sort of went, oh, typical Tigers. And Kempi did point out, look, the Tigers, they're better without Peachy than without him, realistically. So do I think the Tigers can get the very best out of Peachy? No, I'm very skeptical. Uh, but when you're on the bottom, you've got to sort of try and take some gambles to get yourself out of it. And Peachy, there's no doubt about it, he's got all the ability in the world. So hopefully it comes good for the Tigers because I love Peachy. I really want to see him be successful. And I wouldn't say he's underachieved, but I don't think he's achieved to the best of his ability so far in his career. So fingers crossed it comes well. Connor, g'day, mate. Hope you're well. G'day, Connor. Good to see you, mate. CJ Moxley, how are you, brother? Uh, who should South target for a strike centre? I wouldn't mind uh, Curtis Scott, to be honest with you. Uh, I think that he sort of copped the rough end of the stick a little bit as far as the Canberra Raiders go and how he was treated down there. So I think he'd be a really good signing for a number of clubs, South Sydney in particular. I don't mind having Tane Milner as a centre, though, to be honest with you. I think he's pretty underrated. But if you are looking for a strike centre who's available, who you will get cheap, I think Curtis Scott has to be at the top of that pile, realistically. Thoughts on the hammer? Yeah, uh, I like the hammer. I'm not sure if he's a centre, realistically, but... But everyone at the Cowboys seems convinced that he is. Uh, I'm not really sure what he is. I'd probably just use him as a winger. But they have got Kyle Feld. They have got Val Holmes. I also use Val Holmes uh, as a winger as well. So you probably have to get a little bit creative with how you use Hammer. He's just got such a high-end ability that uh, you don't really want to waste him at center, potentially even waste him on the wing. I don't know. I don't think the Hammer's worked out what position is best for him. And I definitely don't think the Cowboys have worked out what position is best for him, which means I'm even further away from working out what's best for him. 
unbelievable talent, though. You can't you can't coach speed. It's the hardest thing to defend against. And if the Cowboys are going to be successful, the Hammer, he's going to play a role in that, no doubt about it. Thoughts on John Asiata refusing to take the jab for us? What could we do with the money if he goes? Hopefully, Asiata does end up playing. I'm a huge fan of him. I've spoken to him briefly um, over the last few weeks since he signed. He seems like a lovely guy as well. So not going to comment on the whole jab stuff. Not here for politics bullshit. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm not really... I'd have to have a look at who's available still. Uh, disappointing to see Billy Magulius leave. He might have been a great guy for the Canterbury Bulldogs to grab, but hopefully, hopefully Asiata, uh, he does end up playing. If not, yeah, he could play Tavita at 13, give him a real license, but I'm not sure how that one's going to play out. Will Brooks end up at the Knights? I probably think he will, to be honest with you. The Tigers, they've obviously got Jackson Hastings. He was on the podcast the other day. I think he's ready to be a seven in the NRL. And personally, I think it's silly of the Tigers to sign Jackson Hastings and make him play nine, 13, or 14. I think it's ridiculous. So I think Brooksy going to the Tigers, would be uh, going to the Knights would be great for Newcastle. It would be great for Brooksy. And I think realistically, with all due respect to Luke Brooks, it's nothing against him. I think it would be good for the Tigers to have a fresh start, a new set of eyes at seven. Uh in Jackson Hastings. So hopefully we see it go. You forgot about Peter Wallace yesterday for Broncos halfbacks. Yeah, I, I, I saw a message about this the other day. I was talking about great halfbacks for the Brisbane Broncos. And Peter Wallace was good, but I wouldn't put him in the category of Adam Reynolds uh, or of Alan Langer. You know, I think that he's a step below those guys. I still think Adam Reynolds is the best halfback since Alan Langer. I don't think anyone's really grabbed that jersey since. Ben Hunter probably be my best pick. Peter Wallace would probably be next after that as well. There was a the fellow that won... Uh, I'm forgetting his name off the top of my head. There was a fellow that won in 2006, but he sort of appeared, then disappeared as fast as he appeared. So who should the Dolphins sign first? Uh, We were hearing Harry Grant. We were hearing Cam Munster. Apparently both those guys are off the table. I think if Mitchell Pearce leaves the Newcastle Knights, which from what I've gathered, it's probably going to happen. I think uh, Caelan Ponga could be their guy realistically. Scott to the Eels. Yeah, we're hearing Curtis Scott. Apparently, the Parramatta Eels are leading the race for him. Tigers are in the conversation. South Sydney are in the conversation if you go via the reports. Uh, I think it'd be a good get for a number of clubs. Uh, I was a little bit iffy on him for a long time, but he has come around on me. Uh, Yeah, I think he'd be a good get for a number of clubs at a really cheap price. Brooks to Newcastle. Legit. I believe it is, mate. Who partners Reynolds in the halves next year? Really good question. You've got a number of guys lining up there. You've got Albert Kelly and Tyson Gamble. They'd be the two front runners. You've also got this young fella, Mam, who uh, one of my followers sent me his highlights reel about six months ago, and I was very impressed. Not six months ago, about three months ago. I was really impressed by them. I know that highlights are all good and well. I probably think he's a little bit further down the track than what people think. They've also got Tyrone Roberts on a train and trial there as well, who I don't think that would be a bad shout either. But I think the front runners, Albert Kelly, Tyson Gamble. Personally, I want Tyson Gamble in that side somewhere. If you're going to play Albert Kelly at six, I would consider playing Tyson Gamble at 13. But you have also got Hetherington in this side. So plenty of options. Personally, I'm stoked for the Broncos that they've got guys fighting for that 5-8 jersey. That's when you get the very best out of fellas. So if I had to bet on someone, I think it might end up being Tyson Gamble, though, realistically. If SJ plays the whole season, do the Warriors make the 8? I think so, mate. Uh, but good God, it's hard to pick who's going to make the 8 and who isn't. Uh, I think the Warriors need Sean Johnson to play the whole season to make it. That doesn't guarantee anything, though. But I think there are a better chance if SJ does play the whole season. Uh, if I had to bet on it, I'd say they do actually make the top eight, to be honest. I really like the side they're building. Uh, when the NRL draw going to be announced? God knows, mate. It was meant to be on Friday. didn't come out then. I think we all know what it's going to look like. I don't have it in front of me. I did a podcast on it the other day, but I think we're kicking off with uh, the Rabbitohs and the Broncos. I think it is the Adam Reynolds Cup, which will be sensational. Maybe that's a Friday night. I think the Thursday night might be... Uh, 
the Manly Seagulls and the Penrith Panthers. So Nathan Cleary, we're assuming he won't play in that, but round one, it'll be sensational to have footy back. Tamari Martin return. Yeah, sensational to see Tamari Martin return. I would have said next to no hope when he retired. Uh, it sounded really serious there. So apparently he's come back and played some club footy and stuff, and he's now on his way to a return. So really exciting for Tamari Martin. I always loved him. I always thought he was a sensational player. Uh, so hopefully he can find his way back into first grade. He'll do really well if he is fit and ready to grow. Man's grab, 71 viewers in five seconds. Man's grab. I've got no idea what that means. So, sorry, Super T. Not sure what you're saying there, brother. Odds on Cheese going to the Chooks at all. How big would it be for them? Yeah, I think the Chooks are a really good chance to get him. Uh, he's obviously just signed with YKTR as well, going in there tomorrow to talk to Ice about that deal and get a bit of a grasp on what that looks like moving forward. Hopefully get a grasp on maybe where Cheese is going. Uh, I assume Isaac might have a little bit of insight. If Brandon Smith knows himself, really good chance he doesn't. But I wouldn't just be surprised if he ends up at Sydney, in Sydney. Really good player. The Sydney Roosters, they tend to target really good players. Uh, it depends what happens with Connor Watson too because you're obviously not going to buy Cheese to play him at 13 when you got Radley. But you're probably not going to buy him to play nine if you've got Connor Watson starting there, which we believe is how it's going to play out. So interesting to see what happens there. Uh, who should play center to replace Gagai at South? I would go with Campbell Graham and Tane Milne if they are able to get their hands on a Curtis Scott, though. I think that'll be a pretty good replacement there. Who gets the spoon? Yeah, tough one. I'd probably say the Cowboys, to be honest with you, depending on how they play, how they utilize their side. I think they're only a couple of injuries away from really, really struggling, and they could struggle if they have no injuries realistically. I think the Cowboys, they're still trying to find themselves a little bit. The partnership of Clifford and Brooks be relatively successful or should the Knights look to shift Ponga to 5-8 earlier than anticipated? If you're able to get Clifford, if you're able to get Brooks there and he can partner Clifford, I thought Clifford was one of the most improved players in the competition last year. When they signed him, I've got to tell you, I sort of laughed to myself. I thought, what a what an obscure signing, Jake Clifford. Uh, but he was sensational once he got there. Uh, Joey, hopefully he can come in. He can have an impact as well. I'd be hesitant to move Kalen Ponga out of fullback. Uh, you don't move your best asset to strengthen a weakened spot to weaken your best asset. Just doesn't quite make sense to me. I understand they're in an awkward situation. Pierce has left them at a pretty awful time, realistically. But I don't think you weaken your best spot to strengthen a weak spot, if you know what I mean. Just doesn't make sense to me. Where do you think the cheese is going to end up? I think he'll end up in Sydney somewhere personally. Uh, I'm not sure where. I'd love to see him stay in Melbourne, but with Harry Grant and stuff, I'm not sure if he will realistically. UFC fight at the moment is crazy. Sure it is, mate. Not a huge uh, UFC fan. Won't pretend like I know what I'm talking about. If I'm with my mates at a pub and they're watching it, I'll tune in 100%. But uh, yeah, not, not a huge fan realistically. Who had the greatest, shortest career in rugby league from Visual 85? Uh, I think Jarrell, yeah, yeah. He'd have to be right up there just quietly. There was a fellow that made his debut, and some of you guys might know his name. He made his debut for the Sydney Roosters in the 1975 Grand Final. It was the one and only game that he played uh, and won that game. So one game, one premiership, played with an immortal in uh, Artie Beetson, played against an immortal in Graham Langland's pretty crazy short career there. Uh, but more recently, I would say Jarrell, yeah, yeah, he probably didn't kick on like we anticipated he would. Uh, yeah, it's a good question. I like that. Is Turbo under pressure to perform as good as last year? Oh, he's always under pressure, mate. Uh, he's one of the premier players in our game. He's always going to be under pressure. Uh, the Manly Seagulls, they really struggled when Turbo wasn't firing. So, yeah, I I think he's under pressure. I think he's always going to be under pressure, though, as are all the elite players in our competition. Thoughts on Sean signing with the Panthers? Yeah, Sean O'Sullivan, I've always been a big fan of him. Uh, people bagged him when he got to the Warriors, but I was looking at stats the other day. The Warriors won 
30% of their games last year. With Sean O'Sullivan at seven, they won 50%. So uh, winning 50% of games is a pretty good effort in the NRL, realistically. Uh, the Titans made the finals last year, and they didn't win 50% of their games. So not bad for Sean O'Sullivan as a starting seven. Uh, I think he's got a lot to offer. I think he'll improve, too, at the Penrith Panthers system. Might be good for him to get away from his old man Peter and stuff, too, just be his own guy. Uh, not that Peter helped him at all, in my opinion. Uh, but that's the opinion that some people have of Sean. He's always been able to play though came through the North Devils up there that's where I first saw him and really uh, enjoyed the footy that he played went to the Warriors and was pretty successful there as well so uh, yeah I I think working under Nathan Cleary working with Ivan Cleary I think he'll be sensational I don't think he'll replace Tyron May as far as being a 14 he's more of an out and out 7 maybe a 9 but he doesn't really have the running game that 9's need nowadays but I think as a replacement 7 you could do much worse than Sean O'Sullivan Compton hello mate silly whores hey brother how are ya uh, your predicted 2022 lineup for the dogs was spot on. Thank you, mate. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Canterbury do. They've got so many options. The depth is unreal. That's why I went on a Q&A on one of the Bulldogs pages the other day, and everyone said, give us your 13, give us your 17, blah, blah, blah. And I tried to do it, and there was just so many moving pieces. I struggled to do it. I sat down. I wrote down my team for about an hour or so trying to work out how I would line it up because there are so many options. But, uh, yeah, I think I came up with a pretty good side. If John Asiata doesn't play, that throws a real spanner in the works. As much as I love Josh Jackson, finding a spot for him was the problem. Uh, he's a champion player. He's probably the best player there, realistically. But just positional-wise, he doesn't really fit in the modern game. But Canterbury can't run out without him. He's too good in defense. He's too much of a great leader. It's just an awkward time for Josh Jackson in the modern game, realistically, which is gonna, which has happened to numerous guys over the years as well. Nothing against Josh Jackson. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Uh, What else have we got? Any Warriors signing rumors, Guru? Uh, not that I've heard, mate. I, sh- I believe the Metcalf one is out there now, so that'll be a sensational signing for them. I've been a huge fan of him. Spoke about him in the preseason this year. Had a few posts about him. I think he's going to be a real talent. So in the future, you could see uh, Metcalf and Sean Johnson lining up in the halves together. I think that'll be really, really exciting. Thoughts on Curtis Scott would be good. Could be a good signing for Parry. Yeah, I think he'd be a good signing for anyone. To be honest with you, I think he's cop the cop the rough end of the stick. I think he's got a lot more to offer. Odds on cheese going to the Chooks at all? Cheese, a lot of people keen on cheese to the Chooks. Once again, I do think it's a possibility. Uh, a lot of water to go under that bridge, though. Uh, what have we got? Do you see Lock and Lamb fitting now that Kiri is back? Now we have Connor. Yeah, he could be the guy that the music stops and Lockie Lamb doesn't have a seat. But he's incredibly talented, Lockie Lamb. Uh, showed last year that he can even jump in at centre and handle himself. He can be halfback, 5'8", hooker, 14, you name it, Lockie Lamb. I think he's really impressed uh, over the last two years or so. I'd like to think the Roosters will find a spot for him, but on paper it's going to be tough. But... If they have injuries like they did last year, good guy to guy like him is going to come in handy. So I think he's a really good guy to keep in your squad. He could be a guy that the Dolphins potentially look at. I think I mentioned him on my podcast a few weeks ago. One to keep an eye on. He definitely is talented. 
Uh, opinion of injury-free RFM. Yeah, Raymond Vitale, Mariner. I had him in my starting team for Canterbury. He was one of the first ones that I picked, to be honest with you. He's one of the few guys in that Canterbury pack that I said, you're going to be this position, and I know straight away. Didn't have to think twice about it. Probably him and Luke Thompson were the two guys in the starting pack that I went, I know where you two are going to be. Uh, RFM, I think he'll play on the left edge. I think he's a sensational player, criminally underrated. Just dropped an underrated forwards post on Instagram. I'm not sure if anyone said RFM, but uh, definitely very underrated. Was underutilized by the last coach as well. Really treated him like shit, in my opinion. So I'm glad that he stayed. There was rumors of him going to England for a long time. He made the right decision to stay, and hopefully we can see him play some more footy now because plenty to offer there. As a Doggies fan, I'm devastated to see Asiata possibly not play. Yeah, it'll be a stinger for you guys, without a doubt. That'd really hurt. How does Blake Austin not get an NRL knock on his door? Yeah, interesting guy, Austin. Uh, I obviously rate him. I think he's really talented, but he's a guy that Blake Austin sort of plays Blake Austin footy. I think he's very suited to the Super League. He carved it up in the NRL in the first few years uh, for the Canberra Raiders and when he was at the West Tigers. I think he started at the Panthers too originally. Uh, I like Blake Austin. I think you need a certain sort of seven next to Blake Austin to make it work. At the same time, I think he's really enjoying himself over there by the looks of it. He's represented in England now. He's playing great footy. I always see him on highlight reels over there. So it might just be a case of Blake Austin genuinely enjoying himself over there. Yeah. Um, yeah, but a guy that can play 5'8", halfback, hooker, you name it. He's a footballer. He, he could be a 13 as well in the modern game. So I'd love to see him back one day, but I think he's enjoying himself at the moment. Bowler Geordie, thoughts on Reese Walsh. Huge fan. Love him. Said at the start of this season, keep an eye on the Broncos' fullback role. It might go to this young kid. They didn't go for him. They then let him leave, and I think it could be one of the bigger mistakes that this franchise has made over the last decade or so in amongst a few over the last 18 months or so. Uh, but yeah, Reese Walsh, big fan of him. Can't wait to see him link up with Sean Johnson. That's going to be unreal. It's like uh, the young whiz kid of 10 years ago and the young whiz kid now linking up. It's going to be sensational. I think he's going to learn a lot, a lot off him as well. Will we see an 18th team and who should it be? I Fuck, I, I, I didn't want to see a 17th team personally, but now that you've got a 17th, you have to bring in an 18th. We don't want buyers every week and whatnot. Uh, su- Supercoach players in particular don't want just an odd amount of teams. I don't like having buyers either. Uh, and yes, teams need a rest here and there. I understand that argument, but when your team has to have a buy round one and the Melbourne Storm gets to have it around origin, you're going to be pretty filthy because having it in round one, is a waste of time and space. You don't want that shit. So someone's going to have to deal with that. Very interested to see how the NRL presents it to them. It's probably not going to be the Dolphins when they come in. You probably want them on on opening night. It's going to be interesting. So someone else has to cop that. Is it the Premiers? They probably need it the most during the season. So it's really hard to decide. I don't know how they're going to do it. Milford or Taft for South's halfback spot? Personally, I would probably go Taft to start, I think, mate. I think by the end of it, it will be Ilias, though. I think he'll be the halfback by the end of the season. Uh, but I also think Anthony Milford, depending on how he goes, he could he could also grab that jersey. But I, I don't see him as a seven. That's the thing. So uh, the Milford one's a really interesting signing. To sign Anthony Milford as Wayne Bennett walks out the door, very, very strange, that one. Milford, I think his fullback days are behind him. He has to play in the halves. He's always been a 5'8" that needs a guy like, I don't know, Adam Reynolds next to him. Um, he's now left the building. they got Cody Walker, who has also only ever played his best footy with Adam Reynolds next to him. So really interesting balancing act there at South Sydney. Milford, though, if you can get 70% of the best out of Milford, he's an absolute cracker player. So don't hate it, but a little bit confusing. I know it's early, but who do you think are the possible premiership contenders and winners for next season? I think the contenders are everyone that contended last year. 
Probably minus South Sydney. I don't think they can win it without Adam Reynolds. I didn't think they could win it last year, to be honest with you, though. Uh, they got a lot closer than what I expected them to and played sensational. Did enough to win it, in my opinion. Penrith were just too good. So I would probably drop South Sydney back a peg. Uh, I would go with Manly, Penrith, Roosters. I'd have Parramatta there and thereabouts. I'd have them at the very bottom of that group. I'm trying to think if there's anyone I've forgotten in that group. But the general sort of teams that were winning it last year. I think Cronulla, they'll be better, but I don't think they'll have the points uh, when they need it. I think they're going to be lacking some points. But they have got three guys that have captained NRL clubs over the last three years in their starting forward pack. So they're definitely due for good things. Uh, what have we got? Tim Smith, you're thinking of for halfback, mate? No, nah, not Tim Smith. Um, he, he was a, he was the uh, premiership winning halfback at the at the fuck at the Brisbane Broncos in 2006. I, I can see him, but I can't remember his name. If anyone's got it, chuck it up there. Sorry, guys, a lot of questions here. I've missed. I've just gone down to the bottom. Hastings and Dewey combo. Yeah, I think they'd be a really good combination if Luke Brooks was to leave. But it's obviously his jersey to lose, so. Uh, we'll be very interested to see how that one plays out. We've got to see if Brooksy leaves in the first place, though. Ezra Mann will be Broncos 6 by the end of the season. I don't know if he will be, to be honest with you. There's a lot of guys fighting for that 6 jersey. Ezra Mann, his highlights reel is sensational, no doubt about it. But big step up to the NRL. Um, yeah, it won't, won't come as easy as it did in the Queensland Cup. And I think the Broncos will probably take a little bit of time with this guy, especially when you've got a lot of experienced guys fighting for the 6 jersey there. Who do you think will be the starting nine for Roosters, Watson or Verrills? I always thought Verrills, but the more I read, the more I hear, I'm hearing that Watson will be the starting nine. So, and if Connor Watson, you know, I think he's got to work on his passing game realistically, but he's got a lot of time to do that. He's under Trent Robinson. I'm sure he'll get the very best out of him. So, I think Connor Watson, he'd be eyeing off Damian Cook. He's 31, 32 now. Uh, there will be a New South Wales Blues nine jersey available over the next few years. And if Connor Watson doesn't gun for that, he could definitely gun for the 14 jersey. I think he's could. Uh, I think he is one of the best 14s in our game. And in state of origin, I think he'd be unbelievable coming off the bench there. So, I have no doubt whatsoever that when Watson signed with Trent Robinson, and one of their goals they would have set would have been origin over the next few years. And I definitely think he's more than capable of playing there. I think he will start at nine for the Roosters now as we get closer to this season. But I think you'll be able to tell in trials uh, by where he is and what's he doing. 4020 podcast. Titans must have a lot of faith in their youth after letting all their experience go. How do you see them going? Do you see them sort of dropping out down? Um, I, I think the Titans will stay about the same which last year they finished with a 10-14 and 14 record. As I've said, you can tell me they underachieved or they overachieved. I think it's a fair argument both sides. I don't think they'll win more, much more than 10 games, to be honest with you. There's a lot of teams down the bottom they'll beat up on, but I can't see them beating those top sides. They've got a lot of money invested in their forward pack, which they don't get the best out of week in, week out. And when you've got that much money there, you really need to be. They've got a very young spine. They've got Toby Sexton as halfback. He'll be playing his sixth game in round one, I think it is. Extremely talented. I'm a big fan of him, but there's a lot of pressure on those shoulders. Next to him, he's got AJ Brimson, who, yes, he played 5'8 growing up. That's all good and well, but it's going to take a lot of time for him to transition into first grade to handling that 5'8 role, especially with a rookie next to him. That's going to be really tough. Fullback, Jaden Campbell, he looks like an absolute freak. Still very young. We know that the second season can be a little bit harder than the first season. You're sort of riding a wave of emotion during the first season. When you get to that week-to-week grind, it can get a lot more difficult. So a lot of question marks around the Titans' spine. You then got their hooker. Who's that going to be? I'm, I'm not really sure who's going to play there. They let Mitch Rain go, another experienced guy. So Mitch Rain, Fogarty, all the experience in their spine has walked out the door. I'm not saying they won't be successful, but it's a really interesting time. And I think the Titans need to accept that if they struggle this year, 
You can't do what Canterbury did and mix everyone around and change all their positions. You've got to back these guys in, let them develop, let them learn, and set, set yourself up for the future. Uh, very interesting to watch the Titans this year. Very keen to see how they go. Thoughts on Andrew Johns joining the Knights? Yeah, very keen for this one. I think it'll be interesting to see uh, how much of an impact he's able to have. I'd love to see Brooksy under him. Um, yeah, I think it depends who lands there, to be honest with you. We'll decide how successful Joey is. Thoughts on Xavier Savage? Yeah, looked really impressive for the Canberra Raiders last year. Uh, came in, only played one or two games, I think it was. Uh, but yeah, in those games, looked very exciting. The game is definitely suited to an Xavier Savage right now, so a good time for him to debut. No doubt about that whatsoever. She's has agreed to terms with the Titans. There's a little uh, there's a little nugget of knowledge from here from Jeffro Jack. We'll see if that one plays out. Uh, where will Tyrone May end up? Not sure where he'll end up, to be honest with you, mate. Um, could be England. I'm not sure if many clubs will go near Tyrone May. Would you say Will Kennedy is underrated? Yeah, I still would, to be honest with you. Uh, I said the other day that based on 2021 form, I would have Will Kennedy in my team over Clint Gutherson, and people blew up Deluxe. And I'm sorry, just watching games of football this year, I definitely think Will Kennedy had a better season than Clint Gutherson. That's not taking anything away from Gutho, but I thought Will Kennedy was sensational. I mean, to think that they just signed Nico Hines, who was coming in for Ryan Pappenhausen and, and arguably the best fullback in the game behind Turbo and Teddy, probably. Uh, and there, the Sharks aren't even considering playing him at one because of Will Kennedy. Uh, I, I'm a huge fan of him. I, I still think he is underrated. Who do you reckon will be a great rookie pick for next year's Supercoach team? Haven't really done a heap of the young guys for Supercoach. We'll wait and see when trials come out uh, who's named there. I'm, I'm trying to think. You, you, as we said, Ezra Mann, this young fella, he could be one to keep an eye on at the Broncos. He'll probably be a later season play. Uh, yeah, it's Toby Sexton. I'm not sure what sort of price he will be, but if he's starting at seven, he'll be a great one to get as well. So a couple of options there, but we'll go more in depth as the season approaches there, brother. Manly have only brought one, but I think it's a Smart move, Ethan Bullimore. Loved the signing of Ethan Bullimore. Very shocked uh, that the Brisbane Broncos let him go. Reminds me a lot of Matty Gillette. I think he's very suited to the modern game. Uh, strong, has an offload, has great leg spread, has a quick play the ball. Uh, in defense, he has got a couple of issues there. I think he'll improve that as his career goes on. But he's very raw, but the upside is massive on Ethan Bullimore. So I think it's a really good get by Manly. I also think it's a good get because I, I like to have different body shapes in my pack. You look at that team, you've got Marty Tapao, absolute juggernaut. you got um, you got Josh Aloyer, uh, Sean Kepi, sort of similar sort of mill. Then you got Paseca, tall, big, big bit of limber, timber, sorry. Uh, and then you've got this Bullimore who's a bit of a smaller body. He's all about leg speed. So I like to have that variety in my pack. I think he'll do really well. Uh, what have we got? Any more questions, guys? Will Slater be a good coach for Queensland? I think he will, yeah. Uh, I said at the start of last year, I thought he should have been the coach then. They went with Paul Green. I think it was a sacrificial lamb. They knew it was going to be a tough year coming off the back of a Wayne Bennett coach series that they won from nowhere. So I think that Paul Green was a bit of a scapegoat, to be honest with you. I think Billy Slater's going to come in and do well. As a New South Wales fan, I am much more worried now than I was last year when Paul Green was the coach. I just feel like Origin is about just getting the best guys up for the occasion. If the last bloke you're talking to before he goes on the field is Billy Slater compared to Paul Green, it's a completely different ball game. Really understands Origin Slater. Uh, not that Paul Green hasn't. Obviously, a Queensland halfback himself, but Slater, he's just in another category there, realistically. Jacko Montages, hey, brother. Where's Hodgson going, do you think? I think there's a really good chance he ends up at the West Tigers. I think that if Luke Brooks does leave, uh, Hodgson will arrive at the Tigers, and all of a sudden, 
You've got Hodgson, Hastings, Dewey, Dane Laurie. It's a really good spine, a, a good mix of experience and different sort of journeys. Obviously, Jackson Hastings, he's gone around the world. He's grown a lot. He was on our podcast. Really looking forward to him coming on. You've got young Dewey who can just play off the top of his head. He's a little bit unorthodox at 5'8", which, which does make him so dangerous. Uh, Dane Laurie, young, explosive at fullback. it would be interesting to see how he goes in his second year. Uh, and then you've got Josh Hodgson, who's a very commanding sort of nine, but I think he might be the direction that the Tigers need. I think a guy like Josh Hodgson would be sensational for Jackson Hastings. I know that Jacko rates him very highly. We spoke about him off mic. Um, so, yeah, I think it'd be a really good fit for them. I think that Hodgson would be a good fit for Michael Maguire. So he'd be the first guy that Madge's signed that I sort of sit there and go, fuck, he, he is a Michael Maguire sort of player. So I'd like that one moving forward. Um, Jack Tabellan had a great back end of the year. Do you see him have a good year under a full preseason? Yeah, I think Jack Tabellan will be sensational next year. Um, obviously not excusing anything or pretending like anything didn't happen. But football-wise, uh, I think he is he's a very good footballer and he's very important to that Dragons side. If him or Ben Hunt misses a long stretch of football, I think the Dragons are in some serious curry. So he's very, very important to them. Thoughts on Paul Alamonte? We're back again, are we? <laughs> Can you pick a current Australian side on your podcast? Paul McFive. That is a great idea. I am going to... Write that down. Aussie side, we'll do it this week, mate. Uh, it's just hard with the Aussie side. I had a few uh, people ask for this the other day. Um, it's just hard because guys have obviously gone in for surgery like Nathan Cleary. A lot of guys are on the verge of playing for Samoa, Tonga, Fiji, a number of other teams as well. But we'll do our very best with the information that we have. I love how no one talks about the Sharks. Uh, not true, mate. We've got a podcast coming in the next day or so about the Sharkies. Uh, we've spoken about the Dale Finucane signing and Cam McKenna signing a little bit. So I think everyone feels like no one talks about their team. Isaiah Papali'i to the Tigers update, please. I've got no update for you, mate. Uh, it's gone a little bit quiet there, realistically. But I think the West Tigers would be waiting to see what happens uh, with Luke Brooks before they sign anyone because it means that they could go and get a hooker that they want. So keep an eye on that one. But I don't have any updates for you. Sorry, brother. Uh, what other questions we got? Why do people think Slater will automatically be a better, will be better than a premiership winning coach? I mean, yeah, he's a premiership winning coach, but when you took Thurston out, he wasn't overly successful. I think people think Slater will be more successful because it's origin. It's not your normal sort of thing. So understand where you're coming from, uh, but you sort of lack that awareness of state of origin, I think, to be honest with you, mate. Do you think Reese Walsh will suffer from second-year syndrome? Quite possibly. Uh, second-year syndrome, it, it doesn't pick and choose who it targets. It just happens to some blokes. Uh, just because if he does suck a se- suffer second-year syndrome, uh, not so much a bad thing, yeah. He can rebuild off the back of that. Uh, I, I think having Sean Johnson will be fantastic for Reese Walsh, so he'll be able to really help him out through that. Will the Pat rediscover his form, NRL fans, WA? Hope you're well, brother. Uh, yeah, I, I think he will. I think he's going to hit the ground running again next year. The fullback jersey is his for as long as he wants it at the Melbourne Storm with Nico Hines gone now. Uh, he's obviously a Clive Churchill medalist premiership winner only 18 months ago. So, yeah, I, I think Pat will find form once again. I don't think he ever really lost it. I think it just took him a while to get back into his groove, which you can understand after that terrible injury that he suffered. It was very hard to watch, but good to see him back. You reckon Carrigan will have a run in the props? Yeah, definitely. He'll play as a middle forward for me. Uh, 13 will either be Hetherington or Tyson Gamble, I think. Um, and I, I think that's good for Carrigan. I think he's a origin caliber sort of player. Not a few people have gone off him, but I still rate him very highly. I think he'll be very good for the Brisbane Broncos when they return. Spoke about it on the podcast the other day that, uh, yes, they get uh, Adam Reynolds. Yes, they get Capewell, which is sensational. But they also get... 
Um, you know, Pat Carrigan and Katoni Staggs back, which is sensational. Why don't you rate RCG? Yeah, I've sort of always undervalued RCG a little bit, to be honest with you. I've said it on the podcast before, but won't hide away from it. But when he came back in the finals game, I thought he was the best player on the field for Parramatta and arguably the best player on the field in general against Penrith. So egg all over my face there. I haven't always seen it with RCG, but people that know their footy that I talk to all rate him very highly. So I might have to watch him a little bit closer, to be honest with you. Are the Cowboys going under the radar for 2022? I don't think so, to be honest with you, mate. I'm not expecting too much out of the cows. Maybe that is under the radar. I don't know, but I don't think you'll improve too much. Um, who would you play at lock if Asiata leaves the building? I'd probably play Tavita Pango Jr. there, mate, uh, and just let him go. Just let him play. Uh, I'd rather a guy like Asiata. I'm not sure if TPJ uh, has it between the ears to play 13 if it's a little bit too structured for him, but... I think he's probably your best option. I think the days of Josh Jackson playing there are over. They need to move on from those. Thoughts on Isaiah Tass moving to South Sydney? Yeah, I think it's a really good signing for Souths. Uh, not sure where he'll play. I haven't really seen a heap of him. I've seen highlight reels, but that isn't really much to go by. That's obviously the best bits of his football. Haven't watched him as a whole all that much, but I'm hearing that he is a very talented player, so uh, it's a good signing by South Sydney. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of options that they could have with him there. Guys, uh, it's been about 30 minutes. I'm going to love you and leave you there. This will be available on the podcast tomorrow. Might even put it out tonight. We'll see how we're traveling. But if you'd like to listen to the rest of of this Instagram live. It'll be available on the Rugby League Guru podcast. Just remember tomorrow we're talking to Isaac John about YKTR signing Brandon Smith as a brand ambassador. A very exciting deal as far as Rugby League goes. Very excited for that interview. Send all your questions through on our Instagram. Pop it in the story there. Send me a message. Tell me what you want to know and I can get stuck into that tomorrow with Isaac. Really looking forward to that one. Tune in to the Rugby League Guru podcast this week, guys. Plenty of content coming. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 